And Cuzzo, this is all you, man. This is a segment that Cuzzo, I always got shot my cousin out. He had this segment on his show when we was at King Dick. And we can never let good segments go to waste. Okay? And it's called Ride or Die and Smoke. Basically, Zay, we're going to do two things here. Actually, we're going to do one thing each. But it's going to be two things done. I'm going to give you my Ride or Die. Basically, my play of the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Um, he deserves my Ride or Die recognition. That's my guy right here. He did this. He scored this. He did that. And Smoke basically is you deserve that Smoke. Because you played horrible. Okay, you got to go off on somebody, Zay. So I'm going to leave the smoke up to you to put somebody on blast. And I'm going to take this ride or die moment here right now to kick us off. My ride or die on this show for this week is Zion Williamson. He's my ride or die. When he did that 360 dunk to put an exclamation point on a drumming over the Suns. And he said, you know what? I did it for my teammates. They sent my teammates home. I was in the locker room. My brothers were down. That's the true definition of ride or die. My guy, Zion Williamson, he showed another side to me that made me even more of a fan. We did a top five under 25 list the other day. Then it was about last week or two weeks ago. Nobody here had him in the top five except for your boy. And that's because I know what he can do. His athleticism, his dominance, he could just pile through defenders and get his way. He scored 30. He came back in the game yesterday in the rematch and dropped 35 on these cats. Nobody can stop him. Yes, well, you know, we in a shooting league, but he doesn't have to shoot the rock to be effective. He'll just wear you down. Stop him. Doe looks at him. Blitz him. He going to get there no matter what. You know what he just did? He created a rivalry with that 360 dunk. Now everybody's looking forward to the Pelicans and the Suns. He just created a rivalry. You see Jose Alvarado in the press conference. Didn't even want to say CP3's name and locked him down for six points. Okay. That's my true definition of ride or die. In eight games that Brandon Ingram has missed, my man's is averaging 30 points per game, 9.1 rebounds, 5.3 assists. Zion Williamson, once again, is my ride or die. Say, I pass it over to you to deliver that smoke. <sighs> ride or die. Man, oh man. Listen, I've been talking a lot of crap about this man. I said he had one more season to get his act together or else he had to leave my team. And... This man that showed up, if everyone's questioning who am I talking about, I am talking about Julius Randle. This man has been playing great basketball um, as of late. Uh, the brother had 27 last game in 27 minutes. He had 33 against the Charlotte Hornets. He had 34 against the Atlanta Hawks, 34 and 17 to be exact. The man has been playing basketball. He went from a guy who just took a lot of jump shots last year and missing to being a maker. He's making more jumpers than ever this year. He's making the right basketball play. He's reading the defense. He's looking for his, his teammates to make the best play, even if he's not getting the assist. He's making the extra pass to get the extra pass going. He is playing great basketball this season. And I was a person who um, was making an argument with somebody asking who's offensively better, Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle. And I said Jalen Brunson without a doubt. Jalen Brunson is so far beyond Julius Randle offensively. And I had to eat my words because Julius Randle has been showing up for his offense when no one else was. When, Ju when J um, RJ Barrett, was missing jumpers from here and there. He had a good couple of games, but it wasn't the whole season. Jalen Brunson has been disappearing this season. You know, um, the last couple of games, he's been nowhere to be found offensively. And Julius Randle has been picking up the slack. The last couple of games, the last four games, to be exact, Julius Randle has been leading this offense to for a promise land, to scoring the basketball, to making sure that they get the extra pass going, to get the bucket that they need desperately. Julius Randle is my ride or die, man. This guy has revitalized his position as a New York Knicks and where why he 
deserves to be on his team and not be traded. You know, everyone keeps talking about where he should be going, what the Knicks should get for him. But we have to understand what he means to this New York Knicks basketball team. We understand he is the gatekeeper for Obi Toppin, but he is majority of the offense as well. He makes the tough baskets and he's been making the tough baskets this entire season when guys couldn't get it going. He was the one taking those jump shots. He was the one getting into the paint with ease and scoring the layups. He was the one shooting the mid-range jumpers that looked difficult, but he making them, making it look easy. So for me, um, I had to, you know, face the music. I have to really look from an unbiased view. Julius Randle is the ride or die for me and the ride or die for the New York Knicks. And it's time to give that smoke here. All right, because somebody got to get the smoke right now. And I'm going to give that smoke to Todd Bowles, head coach of the Buccaneers. Okay. Yeah, man, bring that ass here, boy, because I'm about to light you up here. First of all, this guy needs to be fired, as I hinted at it early on the show. This man needs to be gone, okay? Tell this man to come see me right now because I am not liking the way how he's coaching. First of all, two weeks ago against the Browns, you had three timeouts. You had to go on your roster, and yet you did not call no timeouts because you was playing conservatively. Why? When you have the GOAT on your team. Okay, I don't understand that you lost us the game with your poor game management last week. Okay, against the Saints Monday night, last Monday, I believe you almost lost us that game as well. First of all, the play calling was stale, and second of all, you did some dumb stuff by giving the Saints ample of opportunities to close out that game. It just so happened that their coach stuck it up as well, and that's what gave us the ball back with the goat to just go and do freely. We need to get this man out of here. It's time for Tom Brady to call his own plays, okay, and to facilitate this offense and let the offense run through Tom and his play calling because clearly Todd Bowles is not the guy for the job. Bruce Arians left you with one of the best opportunities in African-American history to coach the greatest quarterback of all times. And I said it on the show. We black individuals don't get the chances to coach in the NFL, you know, the NBA at times. We don't even get the best jobs. And yet you got the greatest job of all time. Coach the GOAT. Get a team to a playoffs that has won a Super Bowl two years ago and that made the playoffs last year could have made it back. You got the easiest job in America and yet you fumble it with your stupid, obsolete, concrete play calling. And that's why you deserve all the smoke you're getting right now. Zay, bring us home. Who's getting that smoke? All right, so it's a mix of two people. I'm going to start off with the first person. I'm going to go with um, the game of smoke is Braxton Berrios on the New York Jets. Um, this is the second week in a row this man has messed up a play in the red zone. Um, last last night, excuse me, yesterday, he had to play a, a, a slant in, by damn near the red zone. The ball hit off his face mask. He couldn't catch the damn ball. I don't even know he saw it coming at him, which is more infuriating because Mike White threw a dot between three defenders to get him that ball. It hit off his damn face mask, went in the air. It could have been an interception, which should have been a damn near touchdown or at least a first down. Uh, I believe it was fourth and one in that position. Um, the uh, second one is Mike LaFleur. Um, you know, why the hell is Braxton Berrios in red zone packages? Why the hell is he there? We have so many receivers that are better than Braxton Berrios. Why is he the guy that's in the damn red zone packages? This is the second week in a row where he's messed up a red zone opportunity. For last um, last week against the Minnesota Vikings, or oh, two weeks now, two weeks against the Minnesota Vikings, he um had a, uh, a screenplay that instead of running inside, he ran outside, which caused him to go um George Pant to have that block in the back that caused 10 yards penalty. Then he missed the damn catch in the end zone that turned the ball over when it should have been a touchdown. Then this past week against the Bills, he's dropping passes all over the field. The ball's hitting off his face mask. I'm like, what is going on? Braxton Berrios and LaFleur need to get it together immediately. 
Elijah Moore should be more involved. Denzel Mims should be more involved. Hell, Garrett Wilson's already involved. Put him more involved. Make him the number. Make, make it only him to get those damn targets. It doesn't make any sense to me that Braxton Berrios gets so many plays in the red zone. We have Conklin. We have um Ujava. Where, where are these guys? They're just, they're just standing on the sidelines, like looking pretty. Like, what are we doing here? We got running backs. We got Carter. We got Bam Knight. Look at them for them packages. I'm tired of seeing Braxton Berrios getting so many targets in the red zone and missing them. It's not like he's, he's enhancing the opportunity. He's not taking advantage of them. He's dropping the opportunity against two top teams. These two plays arguably were the more important ones in the games, too. We're not talking about some regular play that was 0-0. The game against the Vikings, we could have won it with that play if you would have caught it. The game against the Bills, we could have tied the game to 2020 if you would have made that play. I'm getting tired of seeing Braxton Barrios fumble the opportunities. I feel like we need to put another guy in there to really take advantage of them. Elijah Moore can do it. Denzel Mims can do it. Put these guys in those positions. I'm tired of seeing Barrios in these plays, and that's why LaFleur and Braxton Barrios gets the smoke.